Lawin Media Network. Bringing to you the most relevant content across all platforms. Business. Legal. Politics. Health. Lifestyle. And entertainment. Your source for all the news and updates in the greater Houston community from Texas and all over the world. Get informed and empowered with Lawin Media Network. The following program is produced by Law & Media Network. The views and opinions expressed in this program are solely those of the individuals appearing on the show and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Law & Media Network, its affiliates, sponsors, or partners. The content provided in this program is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Law & Media Network does not guarantee the accuracy, completeness, or timeliness of the information. Hello, good evening. Good evening everyone. Magandang umaga or magandang tanghali dyan sa Pilipinas. And welcome to our 10th episode of Be Bold. Why not? Okay, Atala, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Perfect. Now, okay, here you go. How are you? I'm so happy to be here again. Welcome. Uh, Bienvenidos a otro episodio más de Bipol Why Not. Bienvenue. Um, bonjour. Um, C'était vraiment un plaisir d'être ici avec vous. Hi, MJ. How are you doing? How How was your weekend? Well, it's good. Good. You know, as as everybody knows, you know, I'm. I'm a little bit under the weather, but I'm here tonight because I just cannot miss our show. And uh, again, Atala and I, it's our second week that we are actually from, uh, far afar from each other, but we're here to bring you another good show tonight as we continue on our series on the invaluable loss of growth. How about you, Atala? How was your weekend? It was very nice, you know. I, I socialized. I took some time for myself. I was in training, also very great training uh, with my personal coach, and it was just beautiful. I really enjoyed. It. I took time to, you know, like a little bit of my, for myself to socialize with some friends, to learn a little bit other things. So it was a good balance. Yes. Good. Good for you. I cannot socialize right now. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a little bit isolated, but I think, you know why it's so funny? Because last time we were talking about the law of reflection, right? And, you know, when you have that time and moment to just pause and take a break. And I don't know why that law just applied to you the week before we talked about it. And now it's trying to me right so but you know the most important thing is it's true you know when we have those moments where we need to be as isolated you know it, it is so it is an opportunity actually for us to take time to reflect to not rush about everything but you know to connect with ourselves to connect with god to really kind of see what else we want to learn in life and i think this is actually even though you know we can feel like wow i mean i need to be aware of 
I mean, family or friends or job, it is a good time to also to take advantage of those moments that we don't have all day. I mean, I mean, pretty often, and really take time to to self evaluation, you know, to reflect mm -hmm. and to learn that moment as well. Yeah, that is right. That is correct. So I've had that time to reflect on myself as well because i've been out for the past week so i can't go back to work yet for the next week but i'm here we're here welcome i can't believe it's That's our 10th it's our 10th episode atala can you believe that we're you almost like, you remember when we were talking about it and suddenly we said like, hey, we should just kind of play this kind of a uh, proposal and well wow amazing 10 episodes today. So. That's right. That's just how it is, you know, when you're willing to to take a step and take that moment and seize the moment, as they say, here we are. We're on our 10th episode and we're just going to continue to make our show better. And of course, we would like to again thank everyone, those that are watching and those that have continuously, you know, supported our show. Thank you for tuning in again. And as you all know, we've been doing this game in our show where we have questions that we're going to be posting as we go on with the show. And the, the answers would basically depend on what we are talking about. So um, whenever you, you, you hear those questions, feel free to answer them. We actually have a video about how the game goes. Can we show that video, please? How to join the game? 1. Watch the live show and listen to the conversations. 2. Watch out for the two questions of the day on your screen. 3. Type your answer for each question in the comment box. 4. The first to type in the correct answer for each question wins. Good. Yes, good luck. Good luck again, everyone, uh, in our game. Any comments, you know, any suggestions, any ideas, something that you want to share about this next law, laws that we're going to be talking about, just feel free to do it. Yes, yes, we encourage your, your partic active participation. Don't just listen out there. Come on. If you have any, as she has said, any ideas or even like advices or your personal experience about the laws that we're going to be talking about, feel free to share them. And again, just to let you know, we're live on Facebook and YouTube and also at Pandora. Um, yes, Pandora and, and Podcast Addict, Podcast Cast. Yeah, we're also live on lawin.media.live. And as Atala had mentioned, some of the podcasts that you can listen to our recorded show, she already mentioned them, but we're also going to be on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Listen Notes, and a lot of other uh, podcast platforms. Anyway, for tonight, we're going to be talking about these three particular laws. The first one is the law of design. So what does the law of design mean? Well, the law of design simply states that to maximize our growth, we have to actually develop some strategies. That's a big word. What about, right, Atala, strategies. We're getting a little bit of... No, 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 just steps. I think we have to be very creative with this law. 
you know, because it's practically about also putting our ideas, you know, our imagination, our willpower, uh, our really true desire to make things happen. I mean, that idea, it cannot be just an idea. It has to be executed, right? And again, I think also is when we start really taking uh, action. More than anything else, to me, it's, it's more about also taking action. To move forward from an idea, we must plan. I think that uh, visualize, but at the same time, manifesting in the action to make it happen. Yeah, that is correct. Because it's kind of like when you're trying to build your house, right? You don't just like splatter everything there, but you have to have like a blueprint, right? You you hire an architect and then you hire a designer and things like those. It's like having a plan. So that's basically what we should be aiming at when we want to grow more in our personal, you know, in personal life and in life, life in general. So we have to have a plan. And for us to have that, you have, we have to have we have to develop, like I said, a blueprint or a roadmap or a dream board or imagination, whatever it is that will help you execute your plan, right? So I think that's basically what it is because strategies. If we have the strategies and the plan, then we can ex create systems. And then these systems will help us to actually navigate through whatever we are aiming at in our lives. Yeah. I think roadmap works very well also because we can just place some kind of words, ideas, you know, and they start connecting them. And once that you see that, it makes more sense. It's just like something that visual. I think most of us, I mean, I'm not going to generalize, but... We're visual people. We need to see the the words, the pictures. In that way, in that way, they will connect internally with those emotions that will inspire you, inspire us to take action. Mm -hmm. Yes, and and they say that you know, for for a plan to be executable or you can actually do it, they say keep it simple, right? A plan yes. it doesn't have to be a very complex complex it has you can keep it simple but how do you know if a plan is simple there are a few questions that uh that Dr. Jack Maxwell teaches in the in this law that we can ask ourselves if we want to know if actually the plan is simple so what are those three things three things you think Atala that we can ask ourselves if we know when to figure out if a plan is simple enough for us to be able to execute it? I think to me, it's more about going to my first priority. Remember one day we were talking about uh, priorities. I think there is one that is the top one. So to me, it's more about focus on that one. And from there, maybe just kind of choose a couple of them that they will help me to achieve the main priority. Because sometimes we have a lot of activities, a lot of ideas, and that create confusion in our mind. And also it can block a lot of our energy and productivity. So you are so right. The simple, the better. To me, it would be like, what is my main priority that will change a lot of other things in my life? The main one. And from that one, I start choosing the other two.
What about for you, MJ? Yeah, I think uh, some of the things that we can ask our questions, if our plan is simple enough, is we can ask, can it be repeated, right? So I guess if it's easy to repeat, that means it's simple enough because we can do it over and over and over until we master that. Because for it to be simple, you can also ask yourself, can other people actually internalize the plan? when other people follow through. So that also will make it simple, right? People can follow through it. You can actually repeat it. People can repeat it so people can follow. And then it's strategic. You can strategize the plan. So three things. Yeah, you can keep it simple by asking yourself those three questions or incorporating those three characteristics of your plan. Right? So, Atala, what have you done lately that you actually planned for it and that you now are? I think to me, it has been really like being more strategic in my activities. For example, if I'm doing the podcast, I'm doing some webinars, some talks, I try to distribute them in the next two months at the end of the year. In that way, I know in advance which, I mean, weekends are going to be blocked, you know, during the week, what are my, I mean, my top hours that I need to be very, like, uh, productive. And also, uh, that's, like, uh, on my activities. But for me, in order to arrive there, I honestly have been working a lot in my, uh, I call it my spiritual strength, because I find that in myself, if I feel strong enough, you know, a good connection with God, I feel energized. So it's, like, Productivity uh, comes more natural and focus. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's like main thing: spirituality, mindset, body, and these three must be aligned in order for me to achieve what I want. So that's what I, I have been working, and to me, has been simplifying my life. That's right, because you already have strategized everything, and it's what we're doing here. Like. Um, I know we still have a lot of things to talk about this law, but, you know, time just passes by so quickly. So it's actually time for a break already, our first break. Should we go on a break now? Oh my gosh, it's just going by so fast. We haven't even talked 
enough about this law law of design but we already have passed you know the first part of the show but again to sum it up just to sum up what we have talked about for the past 15 minutes so the law of design is basically for us to be able to grow then we have to develop strategies and strategies don't have to be complicated it can be as simple as what Atala had said like creating your plan ahead of time like laying out what you have for the next four to six weeks for example and of course the few things too that you can ask yourself if you know your plan is simple enough is can people repeat it can people follow after it can they actually internalize the plan and for systems to be developed also there are some criteria like they should be as we have mentioned simple they should be scalable right because whenever you are trying to grow you just don't grow and stop there are you gonna be like growing at a bigger scale so you look at the bigger picture so there's very important very important because there is also you have to really start unleashing your vision you know I mean, once that you have a plan, an idea, you can always improve it. You can always change it, at least to have a direction, some clarity. In that way, the more clarity that you have, the faster you want to write there, because there is direction, there is a focus and productivity, and that's important. In that way, we are not going everywhere. I mean, you, we try to do many things at the same time that actually we waste a lot of energy and productivity. That's what I think that's important. But what I love the most is the simplicity. Keep it something simple. It's going to be always better for your brain to recognize what, is those, what are those steps, follow through, and achieve them. Yeah, and if they're simple, as we have said, they're easier to follow. Because if we make it complicated, it seems harder for us to actually do them. So if you keep it simple and you achieve it, then that's already like you're improving little by little that you're achieving something right so simple scalable uh, there's also it's replicable so you can do it again i mean you can actually like tweak it and make another or you can create something out of it so it's reproducible you can make as many versions as you want right and then of That's course cool. yeah yeah, and that's make that makes it even fun because you can make it over and over in different ways, and then it's teachable. Because when you're trying to grow, it's something the system that you're using actually is something that you can teach other people, so you can help other people grow as well. But you know, MJ, I love the next love. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. like a, that one is one of my favorites actually. And this is going to be the love of pain. And mm -hmm. I will tell you why. I think that pain uh, is something that actually is an opportunity for everybody to grow. That's what I see. I don't believe that pain should be uh, extended in life. I don't believe so. And doesn't have to be turned into suffering. However, pain is an opportunity. It's like a door. We open a door for growth for learning, for stretching, right? And I do believe that the life in any transition, anyone, give us that opportunity. It's more about 
what is the relationship that I have with pain when something happened, the interpretation that I give into that uh, situation, but also I have the opportunity to select what do I want to learn, right? How can I turn this situation in my favor? So to mm -hmm. me, it's a very powerful law. What about, what do you think about this law, MJ? Yes, absolutely. You're correct, Atala. The law of pain is basically, basically saying that for us to grow even better, we try to change or make the bad experiences into good ones. So our personal growth, it's like when they say the pain or the struggles that we go through actually get us closer to knowing who we are. Because it's yes. how, how we manage those bad experiences can help us grow exponentially. I know we've been both, what happened again? <laughs> we've been through a lot of pain, both of us. And they may be in different scales, but we truly, truly have gone through a lot of pain. I know as Atala had, you know, shared her life story, like the very first episode that we had when you had to know more about us in Be Bold, Why Not? She shared about her being um, in a divorced, you know, relationship. And me, I have shared to all of you how I grew up in, a, in quite a dysfunctional family. And we have gone through a lot of struggles, both of us. But we have turned those experiences basically into who we are now. That's why we always say, Atal and I, that we don't ever regret what we've been through in life because it's only through those experiences that have brought us to where we are today. So, yeah, the law of pain is basically being able to manage our bad experiences to make them or give us the best growth that we can ever learn from. So, yeah, our pain in life just for other people, it's it's tough. It's not easy because, you know, nobody wants pain. That's the truth about pain. But you know the truth, another truth about pain, though, is everybody has it. Yeah, we cannot, like, run away from pain because it's part of life. So two truths, or actually there's three. You know, there's three truths about pain. Um, yeah. First is no one likes it, but second, everybody has it. And then another truth about pain is, unfortunately, not too many make pain or turn pain into positive experiences. So that's why we're here because we want to help you. If you're going through any kind of pain in life, any kind of struggle, we're here to guide you and help you turn those experiences, those bad uh, experiences in life, those pain that you're going through into a, your advantage, which is to help you grow. Um, 
And then, uh, wait, let me see if we have any. Well, we'll still don't have any comments out there. So may we encourage our viewers to please, please have any comments. If you do, just put it in the chat and we'll, we'll read them. And if you have any questions as well, yeah, let us know. Um, so the law of pain. So there are a lot of different different pain that we go through and um and one thing that's very common is the pain of of inexperience it's like we're saying oh i've never been through that well everybody has like there's always a first time for everything right we we didn't we weren't born in this world knowing everything so there's always going to be that pain of inexperience. And that's why we are here to experience life. So everybody goes through that. And that's a fact. Okay. Everybody has like, for example, in your job, when you graduate from, when you graduate from, from school, it's like you're expected to have learned the knowledge and skills already through your studies, but it's different when we actually apply them into real life situations. It's like being a nurse. Yeah, being becoming a nurse, it takes about two, two years least, the least, and then four years you wanna get your bachelor's and you learn all the knowledge and skills and everything. And then your first job, you get the experience that you need. So as you grow your experience, then you're growing yourself as well. So that's one uh, pain is pain of in, of inexperience, right? What about the pain of incompetence? Of course, everybody goes through that. I mean, you don't just become this very skilled, competent person. You at some point go through that stage. It's like baby steps. You know, when you become a professional, you're not like automatically the best of the crap, right? You are best of the crop, the cream of the crop. You don't automatically become that. We come to that point where we all have least experience. We're not that competent yet, but with, with experience and with the pain that we go through, we become better and better and we build our confidence and we become really, really experienced in life. So there's those two pains. There's a lot of other pains. There's also the pain of change. You know what people say? The only permanent in this world is change. So we have to accept that. But people sometimes are scared of change, right? Anyway, we have a, a Facebook user that's asking, what about people who get traumatized by pain and are afraid to move on? That, that's, that hurts. I know it's, it's easier said, and I can only imagine what people go through when they get the traumatic experiences. And there's a lot of ways that people can actually overcome this. You know, there's professional. Hi, Atala, where'd you go? I, 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 
told you with the one because I was waiting to say something. I know what happened. I'm like, I just okay. Anyway, I'm answering this person's question. The question is, what about people who get traumatized by pain and are afraid to move on? As I said, you know, any hurtful traumatic experience, sometimes it it really stops us from moving on and we just get in that pit where we, we feel like we cannot get out of it. But there are professional help out there, right, Atala? So yes, you know, let me yeah. share something that is important here. Um, mm -hmm. I, I am a certified also health coach and wellness mm -hmm. coach. But what I have learned is like, it's very important. Uh, emotions uh, practically can symptomatize in our body, but we need to recognize those emotions. We need to actually sometimes, that's what I'm talking about, housing is, is very important. Turn around every noise, no radio, no telephone, no TV, nothing. Try to start really kind of connecting with your own body, right? Start really kind of uh, visualizing, mm -hmm. but more than more than that, connecting with that kind of emotion or pain that is in your body. Sometimes it could be back pain. It could be in you know like a, maybe shoulders. Maybe sometimes it could be in your neck. Maybe sometimes you start feeling like a, in your heart. Maybe tachycardia or inflammation. Just inflammation in the articulation. So many things that start really kind of uh, being expressing our body. So that's why it's very important. Even if you start by just going through that process for a couple of minutes, the more that you can start really kind of uh, focus on those areas and start sending healing, you know, healing messages. Like it could be messages, it could be actually just love, pure love, you know, to yourselves, to your body, to your neck. To your... It's really amazing because at the end of the day, it's also energy. Energy accumulated in certain parts of the body that is not is locking us, and is represented in pain or inflammation. And yes, yeah. for example. Yeah, and and you know, as to answer back again, the Facebook user, the question get traumatized and are afraid to move on. Right, as I was just saying, there are professional help out there. So I know it's it's we can. It's easier said than done. Like we can only imagine the pain, the trauma that those people are going through. But there are professional resources out there. There's also group support. There are community supports. So don't be afraid to seek for help. That's very important, especially if it's something that's already affecting your daily life that you you really don't want to go out there anymore, that you're scared to move on and all that, seek professional help. Because there are people out there, there are professional counselors, there are psychologists, there's uh, support groups in the community that you can uh, go and seek help from, okay? And then, I, I will put something there, and I'm sorry for interrupting you. It's very important to recognize those emotions. People will not be recognized for you. You need to start doing that job internally. And it is possible. Emotional healings needs to take place for your body to improve, your fit, I mean, to improve your physical health. Even if you start really writing those, those emotions, that's pretty much a good start. It's just like frustration, it's just anger, it's just like maybe that kind of irritability, or that kind of lack of forgiveness. Start just writing it down. This is a simple exercise, but it will help you. And as MJ said, maybe 
maybe some counseling. I mean, there's a lot of help that people need in these days. We all maybe, but not everybody is brave enough to say, yes, I need the help and I want to go forward. That's right. And I think that's very basic too. That's first thing. You have to accept the acceptance of being in pain. Sometimes it's hard because you don't want people to see you as a weak person. Because some people, they they think that accepting your, your flaw, accepting your weakness is, is cowards, right? I mean, it's, it's, what do you call it again? It's like you're a coward person, but it's not true. Accepting that there's problem, accepting that there's something wrong is actually a brave and bold step because now you're ready to face you're ready to face whatever it takes for you to move on so yeah you have to realize and and listen to those emotions and you have to recognize them that actually there's a problem because if we don't recognize that there is a problem then we cannot move on so i think that's very basic you're right about that atala well there's um there's also a comment from Lysol watching from Dumaguete City. Thank you so much, Lysol. I think we should be going on another break again. So, yeah, in, in just a minute, we're going to go on a short break. But, yeah, those pains, pains of change. And then there's also a pain of, of financial loss. I think that's very, very common that people really struggle. Um, in general right atala but we're going to continue talking about that when we come back for a break or after a break what is estate and what do we why do we plan it <laughs> what is estate planning no, no, you know, actually good question i love that question what is estate and why do we plan for that you say essay we're talking about what what comes into your mind Mine is like land and uh, property, houses. Yes, you're right. Assets. You know, um, that's your estate. That's why when somebody passed away, we settled the estate. That's what we do when we do probate. We settle the estate because the asset is what you left for your loved ones. So while you're alive, you're accumulating this estate. But we say estate planning. Why? Mm -hmm. Well, because mainly the reason why you're doing the planning is you're thinking about what will happen when you pass away, most likely, right? I mean, we all pass away someday. I know. It's just a matter of when. Hopefully not too soon because we want to enjoy it. Drive safe, eat healthy, go to the gym. We're back. We're back again. Tandem is lagging like always. <laughs> when we're together, it's like a, we, we could have more time, you know? <laughs> That's right. Anyway, so how do we help people or how do we turn our bad experiences into good ones? There are a few tips that Jan Maxwell actually, you know, uh, illustrates in the book or or enumerates in the, in the law. So first, we should pick or choose a positive life outlook or stance right we always as i keep saying it's 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 hard to do but yes you can do it just be positive and I think then it's like a muscle it's like an exercise think for a mm -hmm. moment and 
when you are like working out, you develop that muscle, that resistance, that persistence, and endurance, all those things. And you change your body. But then you are, first of all, changing your mindset. So mm-hmm. I believe also like a, when we go through transitions, difficult ones in life, it's also like an opportunity to see life with different perspective. But that's mm-hmm. developed from resilience. So mm-hmm. you fell, you stand up. You fell, you stand up. So you become really, really not just positive, but also you keep yourself together. Like you can even actually try to stay centered in the middle of those difficulties. So That's I right. really believe like that exercise muscle, internal muscle, a, you know, mental muscle, a spiritual muscle. And when you start really, you don't even think about it. You just keep going doing once, twice, you know, over and over until you become very good at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then of course we we have to uh, embrace the value of these bad experiences, because as I've said earlier, everybody has them. Nobody is spared from having bad or painful experiences. So we just have to embrace their value, because at the end of the day, if we come out victorious out of these bad experiences, then we succeed. I mean, it's, it's, it's a growth, exponential growth of our, you know, being a person. It's like it's growing day by day as we go through all these painful experiences. You know what? Yeah. There is an opportunity, as you mentioned, we can always select what do we want to learn from that experience. Always. So when we start really becoming more aware of that, we are actually winning every single time that we encounter something difficult in life. And that doesn't mean to just be positive or being positive. It's because when you think about it, if I, when I went through divorce, when I went through custody, when I went through many different life transitions, I decide to turn around my pain, not ignore it, to turn it around and to decide, say, what do I want to learn or what do I want to teach my son? And to me, that was a turning point in my life, who helped me and served me. That's right. So we have another comment from our Facebook user. Good morning from Novaliches, Quezon City. Thank you so much, Paul, whoever that is. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to our show. And another comment from attorney Eileen Ligot-Dizon. She says that through the lens of positivity, we can find beauty in everyday moments, appreciate our blessings, and approach obstacles with a solutions-oriented mindset, empowering ourselves to navigate life's journey with grace and enthusiasm. Wow, very well said. Yes. Yes, yes. And then she also said, she also said, I love the conversations, MJ and Atala from Attorney Ivy. Well, thank, thank you. So much. We love that. You know, we love this kind of uh, opportunity that we have to express ourselves, but also learn from one another. This is the yeah. goal. Everybody should be able to always be able to be bold, to speak out, to express our you know, ideas, and to be able to listen as well. Yeah. So... Let's help each other turn our painful experiences into positive ones. That's the law of pain. 
in simple terms. Now let's go. <laughs> let's go to the last law of the night. What's the last law of the night, Atala? The law of uh, the ladder. It's the law of the ladder, but can we flash the question that we have? I think we're just going to stick to one question tonight. Did we get a question that we wanted to ask our viewers? Oh, there you go. So the question is, what is the law that suggests the need for a strategic blueprint? Hmm. Okay, so if you've been watching the show, this should be a very easy question, right? So make sure you put your answer in the chat. And where is my partner again? <laughs> anyway, the law of the ladder, pretty much it just says that a character growth determines the height of our personal growth. Wow, that's a big thing. It's about character. That is correct. Because, you know, as we always say, we should focus on the inside more than the outside. Because in life, character really matter. It's about our character. I mean, people will know you and will remember you. And I know they say sometimes they sometimes remember more the negative things that you've done than the good things that you've done. But it's true, but there's more truth to people will actually admire you with your character. Because the outside beauty, they fade. You know, as we grow older, we're going to develop wrinkles. We're going to turn our beautiful uh, hairs into gray, white hairs. Or some people even will lose their hairs. So whatever that you see in the outside, people try to to change their, their outside beauty so much because of the stigma of social media or peer pressure or influence from the outside world. But what really matter more is the character. It's what's inside of us. If it, It's what really is inside this heart that God has given us that's beating every second. That's what really matter. It's the character that we build. It's that it's the inner us, right? Atala, it's the inner you. That's what really matter. Or I think it's about really to connecting with, with your true self, you know, mm -hmm. listening to who you really are. Be very honest with yourself, mm -hmm. with your values. Mm -hmm. And be aligned with us because it also makes your life easier and it guides you to, to make decisions actually faster because when you are aligned, it's like a, a direction, you know, you know where to go and there is no confusion. So <coughs> I agree with you totally, uh, MJ. Yes, and of course, so character matters. That's what the law of, of ladder means because the character growth determine the height of our personal growth that's why we have to grow in our character more than we try to improve our looks right we should improve our inner i think sometimes actually when we're going through difficult moments this is an opportunity to develop more character at least that's what i, I have learned also sometimes things happen to really kind of 
extract something else from me. I needed to develop maybe that personality or shape my personality or shape my character. And I think when we look backwards, you know, our life experiences, we can see how much we have evolved, but our character has developed too. Yes. Another thing that really matter when we are trying to, you know, grow personally and more and like at a bigger level is we have to always remember the golden rule because the golden rule speak about people because people matter. Our relationships, that's what matter. Like that's why we have to have that vertical relationship, our relationship with God, and then our horizontal relationship. It's our relationship with other people. And this is where the golden rule applies because people matter. I couldn't imagine my life living in this world by myself. No man is an island, right? We are part of this big creation and that we have to really, you know, love each other, care for each other and just fight each other. Yes. Yeah. Because that's what matters in this world. For me, at least. I know for some people, there might be some other things that matter, and there's nothing wrong with that. But, of course, we have to understand that in this life, we need each other. We need people. When you start really being very authentic, you know, in, in caring for one another, that automatically develops a, a, a more beautiful relationship, starting for the connection with, that you have with yourself. Mm -hmm. And obviously, that will always improve the relationship that you have with your family, for example, with your friends, you know, with your co-workers. So it, I always say that it's like a domino, a positive domino side effect, because you want to have a better impact, a greater mm -hmm. impact on humanity. That's right. And then in building our character, it also talks about, like, the ladder of character also speaks about passion. Because whatever you believe in, it's easier to share it, you know. But they say borrowed beliefs don't really affect, you know, other people much because they don't see that you believe it. You cannot just say, for example, even in selling products, for those people that sell products out there and you're trying to pitch it to other people and but you're not using your own product, then how could you effectively share it to others, right? So it's the same thing. If you're passionate about something, then it's easier for you to actually talk about it. It's easier for you to actually move people to believe it because you are... You believe. You're able to believe in, in your product, in your service, in your message, you mm -hmm. know, in your purpose in life, for example. So when you are truly on those words, but also you believe to your, I mean, to really, not just uh, believing with not feeling, you know, there are two things here. Once you believe in your product, in your service, in your message, in your purpose, you even connect to those emotions and you vibrate at a very high level of energy. When you just say it, but you don't feel it, people cannot feel it either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, if you're not passionate about anything, if you don't believe in anything, if you don't believe in yourself, then who would believe you, right? So passion really matters. 
So, yeah, we're going to have to go on a break again in a minute. So what are you most passionate about, Atala, if I may ask? To me, I'm just passionate about humanity, helping humanity to transform from pain, doubt, and fear into peace, confidence, and growth. Yeah, same here. I don't know, but I'm just, I'm so passionate about making, you know, people's experiences better. I mean, because we all go through all these challenges when we all have pain, we all have, it's given in life, but we can have actually a better perspective of life. It just depends on how we turn those painful experiences into positive ones so we can actually make this world a better place. So anyway, we're going to go on a break first before we continue on and for our final part of the show so let's go in a break Welcome back. Amazing, amazing. You know how time really flies. Amazing how just these 10 episodes had passed by. But just, I always think it's important to to take time to reflect, MJ. And maybe not just for the love, but for life, you know. I mean, yeah. having a little bit of time every day to reflect, maybe even if it's like for a couple of minutes, that's priceless. We learn so much every single day about ourselves, about our journey. Yeah, and with this last law that we are talking about, which is about the law of the ladder, where it actually just speaking more of our character, you know, where we we have to consider being, you know, more growing more internally, and that we have to consider people, that we have to be passionate about what we do, and that we have to be humble. We have to have a positive perspective in life and that we are able to share all these things because how could we make this world a better place it's it's only through helping each other navigate navigate through life and help each other grow in in the most positive way that we can and it's to say i have a conversation with somebody and now Cliff was telling me you know your perspective is quite different because in reality this world is moved by power you know and i say that's true however that's the challenge right that's the challenge that we all have in humanity society in our families to cultivate more simple things in life like really when i'm talking about love about compassion about forgiveness about empathy kindness uh, all gratitude all those are simple values that are available to each one of us and can truly help us to have a not just more harmony, but improve our well-being. So why not start really going through something that is there, available, and that we can all cultivate on a daily basis? At least try to see how you feel and how that kind of approach can actually help your well-being, but also the relationship that you have with yourself and with your community and your family. And I think it's, it's a challenge for everybody. 
but it's possible. It is, it is, because as you said, it's not easy because of the influences in this world, and it's it's hard times. You know, something happening all over the world. I mean, there's war in Israel. There's still war in in um, somewhere around the world, right? So there's there's so many things happening, and it's it's hard to have that positive outlook. It's hard to build that character if you go through a lot of difficult times and that you just feel alone. And when you look around you, some people may think that they're less blessed than others because they compare themselves to other people, but it's not true. And we have to always remember, you know, we have to finish the race. You have to keep the faith. You know, life is not done yet. As they say, if it's not good, God is not done with your life. So no matter how difficult life is, it's because we're not there yet. You know, the best is yet to come. It's not, it's not easy, but it can be done if we help each other, right? We just have to keep the faith. We just have to be open and be, be genuine and be sincere and just, be out there for other people because it's it's not a beautiful world right now. That's what's happening. It's scary. We all, need, we all need each other, you know. We all need. There is no barriers about religion, about social status, about you know languages. That I mean, it's just really we should really see each other more like from the human point of view. You know, we all need. We all have needs. We all have fears. We all have. I mean, something going on in our inner world that we should be able to really be more open, more more authentic, but also more, uh, when I'm saying open, open to give, open to receive as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. So can we repeat the question? So maybe there's someone who's going to be able to answer. What was the question again that we have for tonight? What is the law that suggests the need for a strategic blueprint? So far, we don't have any takers <laughs> or somebody <laughs> the question but if you know the answer you can still answer it after the show just put it in the chat where our show is and then we'll see who will be the first one that will answer the question correctly but yeah so to summarize we talked about three laws tonight the law of design and then of course we had we talked about the law of pain and the law of the ladder and all these three things three laws help us grow into better people help us reach our potential because everybody goes through all these different laws like the law of design we all have to have a system we all have to have a strategy and a plan so we can execute so we can live life a better way and then the law of pain. Everybody has pain. No one is exempted from having pain. And yes, nobody likes pain. But we can turn these painful experiences into positive ones, and it's going to help us grow. And then the law of the ladder, it's more about building our character. It's like the height of our growth, it depends on the height of, you know, the character that we build. So for us to build our character, we have to always remember 
our passion, our beliefs. We have to grow more inside than outside because that's what really matters when we build our character. We have to be passionate about the things that we share because if you don't believe in things, how could people believe you if you don't believe them, right? So it's, it's very important. We have to have a good perspective. And then out of this change or experiences in life, we have to make good choices. And then we have to be faithful. We have to follow through. The race is not done yet. We're all still here. We're all still here in this life. And we are here to grow with each other. So, again, thank you so much for, for joining us tonight. It's our 10th episode. And we've been very, very grateful to all those who have been faithful also to watch us every single time. And we thank Lawin Media Network and Atala, wherever you are. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed doing this. And I hope that one of these days we'll get together and be in one studio so we can do this show together again. But for the meantime... For our next show, we're going to be talking about another three laws, laws, sorry, another three laws that will help us grow in our personal lives. So, and for those of you have, um, who have been with us tonight, thank you for watching. And we hope that you join us again next week, Monday, Central Standard Time, 7 p.m. And see you all again next time here at Be Bold, Why Not? Good night, everyone.